0: Hi everyone, welcome back to Should You Watch It? Reviews by Sydney. I'm your host, Sydney, and today I'll be reviewing I Care A Lot. Before we begin, I just want to say thank you all for listening to the last episode, my review on Judas and the Black Messiah. Again, I hope you all continue with me on the journey. I'm really excited and I appreciate the support. So some housekeeping before I begin the review. I just want to take some time to discuss the background items of how this came to be and extend some flowers to the cast and crew of the film. So I'm going to be honest, I'm not really going to be extending flowers to the cast of this film, um, just because I feel like we're the audience is supposed to put in a lot more work to be like, oh, I know that person, I love that person from this movie, they're dope in that movie, and then we're supposed to translate that over to this film, which is not the case because this movie, for, for absurd as it's supposed to be, there's no payoff for any of the the questions that they propose in the film so just quick housekeeping this movie stars Rosamund Pike, Isa Gonzalez, Peter Dinklage, Diane Weiss, and Chris Messina and on paper those sound like you know great actors to like put together I was like wow this is like a star-studded cast people from all different types of film genres and tv shows like I was really excited for it but they're given nothing to do in the movie so there's like no payoff and so you're kind of just like You know, all these people in this movie are a waste. And so I hope that if these people ever get to get a chance to be in a a room again together and like do another movie together, do another show together, I hope they're given more legs to run with because on paper, this sounds like a great cast. And they were like for the things that they were given, you know, everybody knocked it out of the park for what they were given. But it was just not enough time to explore the characters that they um, were portraying in the movie. And it's really unfortunate because... I like all these actors and different stuff that they've done over the years. But um, yeah, the payoff is just not there for what they were given in this film. Um, So I just want to take a second to discuss Jay Blakeson, who is the director of this movie, um, and just discuss maybe why this film comes up short. If you guys have ever seen the movie The Fifth Wave, which is kind of like a YA uh, type of movie and stuff like that, he was the director on that movie, and I swear it's like a fever dream watching that movie because I don't remember anything that happened but I just know that it was bad and I know that they proposed a lot of you know ideas in that movie with zero payoff and that's exactly what happened with I care a lot there's a lot of great things that we're given like a taste of in this movie and like zero payoff zero character development and you're just kind of sitting there after the movie just like well I just watched that so okay but I think that's this director's MO and I hope that over time he learns to correct that because he proposes a lot of good ideas and I Care A Lot and he gathered a great cast but just for what the film is supposed to be and what, for what it's supposed to try to say like there was nothing of substance there and I really feel bad because for one the cast was amazing but also you know as a director I hope he learns from these kind of shortfalls that he's been having with his films and kind of reworks that because it seems that he has like a lot of good ideas to just he doesn't know how to execute them execute them very well and that's definitely the case with this film but then also like the fifth wave so you know just I didn't want to take too much time with that but you can tell by my tone in this review like you should not watch this movie but I'll get to that later but I just wanted you know to say like the cast was amazing I just wish they were given more to do so Without further ado, here is my review of I Care A Lot. I Care A Lot follows Rosamund Pike as Marla Grayson, a devious businesswoman that owns a guardianship corporation that preys on the elderly. Just when Marla and her business and romantic partner Fran find the ultimate cash cow and an elderly woman named Jennifer, the two find themselves in over their heads when Jennifer's Russian mobster son comes looking for his mother. So to just give you the rundown of what the movie is about, Marla Grayson, who is uh, played by Rosamund Pike, stars as this woman that owns a guardianship corporation. So basically, the state gives her the right to become the legal custodian over these elderly folks' estates, their homes, um, their assets, and everything like that, because the state and the doctor that uh, takes care of the patients have deemed them incompetent to take care of themselves so you know all that sounds great you know somebody that will like you know take care of these old folk and make sure they're like taken care of and stuff like that but that's clearly not the case of what Marla's doing she's basically robbing these people like they come in they take these people's homes they take their security deposit boxes in their banks and like rifle through them and stuff sell off all of their assets and then profit that money for themselves and so for me, I'm all about chasing a bag, but like not at the expense of robbing old people. And I guess the, the biggest thing that I found myself doing while watching this movie was asking so many questions. So some of the things that I was like concerned about, I was like, well, what are the motivations for Marla to like have started this scam in the first place? And so some of the things that the movie kind of, you know, piques your ears to is like, I guess Marla grew up very poor. And so that's probably why one of the reasons why she's so stubborn and so greedy is because she never wants to go back to that poor lifestyle. Also, I guess she had a bad relationship with her mother. At one point, Marla uh, mentions that her mom was a sociopath. So I'm guessing that maybe her mother was an elderly woman in life that had her and maybe was a little bit abusive to her and that caused their relationship to deteriorate. And maybe that's why she has such a, you know distasteful uh, thought about her mom when bringing her up and stuff like that so maybe those are some of the reasons why that she started the whole um, guardianship scam in the first place but like none of that is answered and I guess that's fine for some films when we have questions left unanswered but none of that was even like really touched on it's all me kind of just coming up in my head like the reasons why this woman would act the way she does and again just going back to for absurd as this movie is, and for them to try to sow these seeds of craziness, none of that is paid off, none of those questions are answered, and so I just kept finding myself asking, like, why is she doing all this, how does she start here in the first place, and I think this, this would have done way better if it was, like, a 10-episode Netflix series instead of, like, a two-hour film because they're given like a lot of we're given like a lot of good interesting points throughout the movie like Rosamund Pike does a, a wonderful job of playing like this nefarious like kind of devilish character but we need to get some backstory about how she came to be was she a poor child did she have an elderly Abusive mother. Like, what were some of the things that led her on the path to rob old people in the end of this movie? So that was something that I really thought about for her character. I was like, you know, what are the motivations for her to start the scam in the first place? So for her character, those were like a lot of the questions that I have for Fran, who plays her romantic partner and also her business partner, business partner played by Isa Gonzalez. Um, At one point, I thought was Fran like a former cop? Like, how does she have all this surveillance? Like, how was she able to kind of do research and do background checks on these people? At one point, um, you know, she figures out that Jennifer, Jennifer isn't even the woman's real name of who they've gotten their custody you know, she figures out that this woman has ties to the Russian mob and stuff like that. So it'd have been really interesting to see what uh, Isa could have done with Fran's character if given more time to like flesh out her character. Also, I'm just curious, why would anybody enter a professional relationship? I get the romantic relationship, but why would anybody enter in a romantic relationship with Roseman Pike's Marla character? Because I just feel like the initial thought of just like robbing all these old people. And when I say robbing them, I legitimately mean that, you guys. Like, at one point, we see a scene where they have a picture, they have pictures of all of the, um, wards under marla's care on the wall and it's like 30 old people up there and it's constantly they're constantly getting money from these people by selling off their assets selling off their homes and stuff like that so i'm just like how did you fall into this friend like did she just seduce you that much or you were just like i'm gonna run with it you know shorty seems cool and like i'm gonna just get with her and just keep going on this path like i feel like she used to be in some form of law office of law enforcement and at some point she just got in too close with marla they're very loyal to one another and she just ran with that and it it, that would have been interesting to see but again we're given the little you know tastes of this stuff but not a full-flesh meal and so it's really unfortunate i think both Rosamund Pike and uh, Isa Gonzalez could have done a wonderful job at fleshing out those characters, giving us more of an arc. You're not supposed to like these characters at all, and I'm not saying that we need to like them, but we can understand some of the motivations of how a person goes down on this like horrible trail if we're given some of that backstory. And I just wish we were given some more of that context. And then Peter Dinklage's character, uh, Roman, who plays the Russian mobster whose mom is kidnapped, um, again, this movie is trying to ride off of the coattails of the actor's prior work. So because you like, you know, Peter Dinklage's uh, Tyrion Lannister in Games of Thrones, you're going to like this character. That's not the case. Like, if you want me to be invested in the character, you're going to have to give me some context of why he is the way he is. Again, you're not supposed to like any of the characters, and Roman plays a drug dealer who uses women as drug mules to, you know, move his product across the country, but There is something there because he truly cares about his mom. He was fighting tooth and nail to get his mom back. One, because that was his mother, but then also because of the possessions that she was hiding for him. But again, we need to get more context of why these characters are interacting with one another. Apparently, uh, Roman's mother, played by uh, Diana West is, like, also a part of the Russian mob in some form or fashion. Like, you know, she has motivations of why she wants to get out of the care facility that Marla puts her in. You, you have, like, a two-time... Oscar winning actress we need to see why she's an Oscar winning actress we know from her previous work but each film you should go in establishing this is why this actor is that good and none of these actors are given that time to like fully flesh out those characters so that was super unfortunate also I want to talk about the weird feminist tone that this film took there's like different moments where um You know, Marla's character is talking about, well, there's only been two times where men have beat me or, um, you know, two times where men have surpassed me in something, which is fine. Like, I didn't mind that one little bit that they mentioned that that's cool. But at the beginning of the film, Marla's sitting in court with one of her ward sons and he's arguing with the judge like, Judge, sir, please do not let my mother go into the custody and care of this woman. Um, This is a scam. And of course, the judge gives into it because I think the judge was in on it. But also, um, you know, later on, we see that character interact with Marla's character again. And he's like, I hope you get raped. I hope you get murdered. You're a horrible person. And I just don't know why they took that time to kind of flesh out those like overt misogynist tones when I think anybody would have reacted in a negative way to their parent essentially being kidnapped from them. Um, So I don't know why the film chose to take those notions. I think, again, it's trying to ride the coattails of, like, you know, Rosamund Pike's previous work in Gone Girl, which that was very much a man versus woman type of story and stuff like that. I don't think this film needed that. I think anybody if they had that situation fall on them where their parent was being essentially kidnapped from them I think they would react in a very negative and very serious tone but to take that and say such harmful things I don't think that was necessary for the film but again the film strings that along throughout the movie and I'm just wondering why they decided to take that note instead of showing us maybe some of Marla's backstory of how she came to be it was just Jake Blakeson took a very interesting approach to this film and I don't think it paid off and those are one of the things that really like deterred me from liking this movie was just that overt misogynist you know kind of like anti-feminist or um anti-men type of uh approach to the film that I just didn't think it needed and it definitely hindered the movie for me so to answer the question, should you watch it, I definitely don't think you need to watch this movie. If you have nothing else to do, like on a Friday, Saturday night, and you're kind of just bored, and you pull up your Netflix, you can go in and take a look at it, but it's not really anything that, you know, I was rushing to see. I wanted to check it out because I am a fan of everyone involved. I'm a fan of their work, but again, they're really making us as the audience kind of think about those actors' previous work, um in order for us to grasp what they're trying to do with this movie um and again i feel like it's very cheap and it leaves us to do all the work instead of the director writers cast and crew to do the work so that's my review of i care a lot it's streaming on netflix right now Uh, again i don't think you need to take a look at it but if you're like really like a big Roseman pike fan sure take a look at it so that was my review of i care a lot thanks everyone for listening to this episode Again, I hope you will continue with me on the journey. I'm really excited for what's to come. You can stay up to date with the podcast by following me at Should You Watch It on Instagram and Should You Watch It on Twitter. Also, you can listen to the podcast episodes wherever you like to get your podcasts at. So, thanks again for listening. Hope you all stay safe and healthy. Thank you.